Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach and of course I'm joined by Christian Garcia. What up? And live via internets and, and technologies, it's uh, Mr. Seamus Calder. Sorry, I'm chewing up pretzel. Of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> Seamus, for those hey, of you who don't know, uh, was a f- <laughs> former host of this show and then he moved to the other side of the country because he likes New York better than California. And he was always... Yeah, I, uh, honestly, it was just, it was the only like... Uh, Thing that way to get out of doing this show that didn't give me social anxiety. Because <laughs> the only way he can exit without hurting, quote unquote, hurting our feelings. He's <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I just got to make something up. Uh, I got to move. <laughs> uh, Bold move because he actually moved. Gotta... <laughs> yeah. Well, well, uh, uh, Brian moved to Japan to get away from us. That was yeah. He went even further. Uh, how's he doing? Uh, he just got married and had a baby. We, what the? We found fuck? out. The same day. Yeah. So here's a fun story for for any of you who've been listening to Nerds with Friends since the very beginning. They'll know, Brian. You weren't. You guys weren't invited to the wedding. <laughs> it was in Japan. Yes, it was in Japan. Apparently, great reason to go to Japan. Uh, That's very true. Producer Brian, one of the guys who started this show uh, six years ago now, I think it is six, six years. Six yep. years. Yep. Oh yeah, Jesus. Um, he uh, he moved to Japan. He, uh, to to live with his girlfriend that he met while we went on vacation in Japan. Wait, that one time you told me about when you came back with all the flavored cigarettes? Yes, yeah, that one time you met a girl <laughs> over there. And uh, um, life, life's a sitcom. Yeah, he moved over there to to live with her, and then um, randomly, you know, I would talk to him here and there via text or Facebook or whatever. And um, one night, I just get this text from him. It was kind of weird. It was like, "Hey, man." You know, just been, um, just I've been wanting to tell you for a long time, but I didn't know, I didn't know how, how to bring it up or when was a good time to talk to how you. How to bring it up? Like, like he was gonna break your heart? Yeah, like, <laughs> like it was gonna ruin me. And he's like, yeah. So, uh, me, me and his girlfriend, which I forget her name at at the moment, because I've Emily never Browning. met her. Why would you Emily, remember? Yeah, you yeah. Know. It's uh, Emily Browning, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess not. I guess that ship has sailed. Uh, he's like, me and my girlfriend uh, have gotten married and we're going to have a baby. I'm like, oh, man. Well, that's really cool. You know, congratulations. You know, I'm super happy and for it. And we're going to name it Cody? <laughs> I wish. Um, but anyway, so he texts me that. And I'm like, okay, cool, man. Well, you know, congratulations. You know, I'm a, I hope you're happy and everything and, you know, wish you the best and all this. And then I go to sleep. The next day, <laughs> I wake up and I look at Instagram and his brother posts a picture of him with the baby. And I was like, Brian. Cody, don't you know anything about Japanese women? They give birth overnight. Overnight. I was like, Brian, you didn't yeah. tell me you were having literally having a baby today. <laughs> like, he, he was like, yep, having a baby. I was like, oh, shit. I thought it was going to be nine months from then. No, that's not how babies It, it took literally the moments preceding his, you know, the, his, the birth of his child for him to have the courage to tell you this, apparently. Yeah, apparently. I don't know, I what, I don't know what he thought. Like what he thought I was gonna say. I think that was. I just mean, his you've, always, you've always been so anti-marriage and babies. <laughs> yeah, I just hate babies. I think and Japanese just, people. Knowing Brian, he just he's always late to things. And he's always forgetful, yeah, and he just I forgot guess. this whole time to tell you. And then he's like, "Because like, I felt bad. That's why. That's like, a good reason. I should tell Cody that I'm getting married and having a baby. I'll do that tomorrow. And then <laughs> nine months later, yeah. Oh shit! I never told him. I got plenty of time. We're not getting married for a year. And then I got nine months. He'll, we'll, I'll, I'll do. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, it's tomorrow. <laughs> that to-do list really crept up on me. <laughs> yeah, she goes, "Oh, my water broke," and he pulls up that like draft text. That he's had for Send. Yeah. 
So what have you been up to, Christian? I mean, uh, <laughs> Seamus. Well, <laughs> I want to know that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not uh, <coughs> still doing the same uh, job doing advertising. That's cool. That's not a, that's me choking. Yeah. That's the pretzel. And, uh, and then I died. That was the. Uh, was <laughs> Choked on pretzel, just like George W. <laughs> Only way I'd want to go. <laughs> uh, no, doing uh, doing that. I haven't really been doing any comedy. Out here. Uh, I host. Uh, we do a. We actually do it in Francisco too. It's called Super Trash Brothers. We do. We oh yeah, the play. Super Smash Brothers. While it's getting trashed. Yep, and we yell at you and stuff. Uh, so we were doing that here. We do it once a month in uh, this place in uh, Bushwick, and uh, and then we've been doing a lot of like Twitch streaming and stuff along uh, with it. Uh, we were just doing Cuphead earlier today. Ooh, nice! Yeah, that game looks that, dope. That game is fucking hard. <laughs> that game, just like it's forced to like just get a rhythm down with one thing, and it's like you feel so great when you do it. When you finally get like, it, yeah, just like the build up to it is like I'm not having fun. <laughs> I hate. It. I can't like I need to do this now. I fucking hate every step of it. <laughs> That's awesome. And the whole time, but it's beautiful. It's, it's since, beautiful. Since you brought up comedy, oh, I, I hate, I, oh man, I hate to tell you, but they're closing down the punchline. I saw, I saw, they're, they're, and they're, uh, they just had a rally with, uh, I think, Dave Chappelle, W. Comabel, uh, a bunch of like local comedians. Uh, they just did a thing at City Hall to try to save the punchline. Uh, I think Aaron Peskin's back in it. Like, it's, they've got a lot of momentum to keep it and keep it around. But I hope it stays. I actually, yeah, it's a real shame. I, you know, I'm still like in touch with a lot of like the Bay Area comedians and stuff. So they were all, there's a couple that have moved out here recently. We were all kind of t- lamenting it. And then, um, but we, I found out around the same time as uh, our buddy John Gallagher because he was out here visiting. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good old John Gallagher. Oh, boy. Love Got that guy. Hang out with him. Oh, he's the best. He's just, he's a pretty boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. We actually got uh, the pleasure of doing a, uh, podcast from the green room there at the uh at the punchline yeah i remember you texted me about that what was the show it was uh we had sandy danto he was uh kind enough to let us interview him there yeah sandy Uh, danto he was opening for adam ray Um, oh that's cool so it was really it was really cool to see like you know actually get to go back in the green room and like that might not happen ever again yeah i know i i was like dude we we got in there once and like foot in the door you know we can maybe interview some more comedians there and yeah yeah, closed. But hopefully they'll find a new spot. And yeah. they said well, they were going to find a new spot. I just don't want I them to. That was such a great venue. It was small. It's such a. It's kind of just. It's. It's also just for like Bay Area comedy. It's such an institution. And again, props to uh, it's Nato Green, who's a local comedian, who's really like running the forefront of uh, trying to save the punchline with some stuff. Uh, so he really, really deserves a lot. A shout out there because I'm sure. All the SF comedy nerds are listening to this podcast, hoping. Oh, and Chris Garcia, correct people. I hope so. Chris Garcia too is trying That's to do you. a lot. Well, the comedian Chris Garcia, he's also. <laughs> You're not <saying>. that funny. <laughs> I'm getting there. Um, no, but um, I guess on in Instagram, I think he's Rad Tuna. He was doing a lot of work to try to save it too. Yeah, and I ho- I hope they do come up with something like that, um, just so that, um, if if not that exact building, hopefully you know the company itself will make another. Another punchline so that we can uh, you know, enjoy it and yeah, in a similar size. and uh, Yeah, because no one wants to go to Cobbs. Fuck yeah. that shit. Uh, I mean, honestly, if, if punchline shuts down, Cobbs is next. Like, it's... I hope not. Yeah, no. Though Cobbs needs an update, though, I, I would say. Yeah, I, I'm not never, a big fan. N- never, been, never been big on Cobbs. Yeah, see, no, no one is really. 
Yeah, never, I mean, pre- never performed at Cobb's is what I really mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking Cobb's never gave me the time of day. Um, That's just another reason for me to hate him. Fuck that! Didn't give my boy Seamus a chance. <laughs> didn't give me a chance <laughs> never, either. Never Not really that tried. I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember, guys, I mostly just did sketch comedy. The cops was having none of that shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, start the show off right with some nerdy confessions, uh, where we confess the things that make us nerds or the things that. Make us ashamed of us ourselves, because as oh, we often God. are. Um, oh God, guys, I've needed this. Yeah, it's a safe place. <laughs> you need to get it off your chest. I'll, I'll go first since I feel like it's going to be the shorter one. Sure. Because <laughs> um, you just thought of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, right before. The <laughs> um, so since Game of Thrones event has ended, yep, I've been just going down binging videos about the history and the books uh, and characters, and I've grown. To respect Tywin a little more. Ooh, Tywin Lannister was awesome. He was and, a bad, oh, bad father. He was a bad, bad father. He was a bad, bad father person, to Tyrion. Bad person. Awesome well, character. Well, yeah. see, I don't think he was that bad of a person. I don't know. For anyone who's read the books, they know, they know what happens. But he was handed the king for 20 years. Yep. He hid the man king's craziness successfully. Yep. The kingdoms were doing well. There was money. There was no war. And that was all because of Tywin. He wanted Cersei to marry one of uh, the king's um, sons yep. so he can, you know, secure himself. And the Mad King was like, nah, not going to have that. Yeah. It's like, bro, 20 years, I've been hiding your craziness, and my daughter's not good enough for you. Now I'm going to sick my son on you. And then, so I get that. And then what does the Mad King do after? Oh, you're, uh, your heir? You're next, you're the one who's next to rule? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take him and make him a king's guard. He can't hold any titles or land. Yeah. And leaving him with Tyrion. And granted, that's where he's a piece of shit. That's where he's a piece of shit with Tyrion. Yeah. But, you know, so after that, he's like, wait, so you're going to take my son? You're not, my daughter's not good enough. Well, fuck that. I'm not going to be hand anymore. So, of course, when shit starts turning, you know, like, he's been slighted so many times. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, so I'm like, you know what? I understand the dude. I hated him way more. Now well, I'm like his, slightly dislike him, but I feel like people don't give him enough credit for what he's done. I think done in the, the grand kingdoms. in the grand scheme of all the shitty people in Game of Thrones, he actually isn't that bad. He's not. He's not really that bad. Yeah. I, I mean I mean yeah, he's just well, no, he's still pretty shitty, but like, you know <laughs> after the series ended, well, there's a whole new level of shitty people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you like like with Arya, he figured out that she was a noble girl and like he didn't yeah. He, granted, he didn't know she was a Stark, but he knew she he was kept, someone of status. He kept it chill. Exactly. He kept it chill. He could. He didn't have to, but he did. Uh, just during the siege of King's Landing, they like waited until like it was clear that the Targaryens were going down, yeah. and then he like marches in with like his full force, sieges the the, the 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 city, and then's like, "We did it. We fucking saved you guys." <laughs> yeah, just swooped in right at the end to be the the savior, which is kind of smart. We, he, we could say it? really Bran Starked it. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers will be mentioned later on for the final episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, we'll talk Which, a little bit about that. Honestly, if you haven't watched it yet, why the fuck are you listening? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So what did you expect? What did you expect us to talk about? <laughs> yeah, well, so we're that- going to do a complete one eighty. That was my confession. Is like people don't give him enough respect. You know? Yeah, for Tywin Lannister. For Tywin, yeah, yeah. yeah I, okay. I, I can, I can, I can agree with that. And I'll say my nerdy confession. It'll be kind of an easy one. I I was actually okay with the last episode of Game of Thrones, and I'll explain more about it later as we kind of delve into it. But um, I think people are being a little too harsh on that last episode and where things ended up. And I think that um, 
you know, there there was it there were problems with season eight, and we'll talk more on that later. And we've already talked a little bit about it, but um, I think the last episode, um, like where where everyone ended up was fine, yeah. and I think that's you know I think people are criticizing the wrong thing when it comes I to think that. if it had the proper buildup people would be happy with yes, it for sure and so I, I'm not really disappointed in how anyone well anyone who was in the last week the last episode's stories ended right right you know they did they did our boy Jamie wrong they sure did yeah uh what uh Seamus what's your nerdy confession oh man guys I have been waiting for this because <laughs> I've had so many things um I don't know if it should be that I got really into Gurren Logan and then Ooh. just kept making people watch it with me. I like Gurren Logan. Uh, oh, it's so good. Uh, I actually fully expected Game of Thrones to end like the same way as Gurren Logan with just kind of like main, main like Jon Snow saves the day and then he's just like, but also like I'm out. Peace. Have fun, guys. Yeah, Gurren Logan's kinda... like big, big robot, big mech, but it's also like. It's a bunch of crazy stuff that happens. It's too. the most insane fucking show. Very, uh, very sim- like I kind of compare it to like Fooly Cooly. Yeah, it's very Fooly Cooly. Um, but I, I would say the nerdy confession I think I got to give you guys because it's kind of like the life update one is I quit smoking. What? Ooh, good for you, yes. buddy. Yeah, now but, I, now uh, I but not drinking. drinking. <laughs> As I crack a new one, yeah. <laughs> but now I'm an alcoholic. Wait, so was it because of the snow and having to go outside and freezing? No, dude, smoking in New York during the winters was really funny to me because it'd be the only time like somebody would see me like outside with a cigarette and kind of give me a nod of like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just you and the other guy across the street, just smoking one, just like, oh, no, even people who weren't smoking, they'd just be like, walk by and they'd be like, oh, I mean, at least he's committed to something. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> really, really, really giving it his uh, all. But what I did is because I knew I'm like, it was, I got a, uh, I had, a, had to get oral surgery, I had to get a tooth pulled. And they were like, if you're, fucking smoking during this like this is a fucking waste of time and so i'm like okay cool this is good it's like motivation and yeah and so i immediately was like i actually like i quit drinking for like a couple weeks too i was like fuck it i gotta like sequester myself and like clean my life just, up exactly just like occupy myself with as much other shit as possible so uh i got red dead redemption too and Ooh. god damn i like every waking moment that i wasn't working was just playing red dead too nice that's and, awesome. Oh, I still haven't finished that game. That's got like yeah. another bonus. Oh, I, I finished I loved, it. I loved it so much. Oh, no, it was great. I finished it, but I'm just kind of bummed out that I didn't do a lot of the side quests. Like I just uh, did most yeah. of the Oh, story. yeah. You got to do all the side quests, man. I did everything. I, fucking, I played the shit out of that game. And Does that I, one have like yeah. a like a percentage of completion? Like, yeah. That you can yeah, yeah there's, I think I, and I think I only am at like I only got to like 70 something because there's a lot of like. That's still a lot for a game like that. No, it yeah, is. I didn't do a lot of the like challenges and stuff. Like, I didn't do the hunting for like the awesome dude, suits. The hunting is the best. Like when you're trying to find like the legendary bear. Yeah, legendary exactly. Cheetah or some yeah. shit. Uh, I got attacked the by the animals. legendary cheetah. <laughs> I actually, I, uh, I fucked up my game because I went to hunt the legendary moose. And uh, for some reason, I thought I'd, I'd be have some fun with it. And I tried to lasso him. And in trying to lasso him, he fell off a cliff. Oh, no. And the but hide was got, ruined. But I got still got no, I got the hide and everything and still counted as him being dead because it was like a very small clip. I literally just like took no fall damage to go get it. Um, but then it didn't count as me killing him. Oh. And so it still says like dead, got all the stuff, no credit for killing him. So I'm like, I guess, well, 
Yes, I'll I never will forever get that. be like I'll, I'll be like ninety nine point nine percent completed if I ever go all in. <laughs> Jumped off uh, a cliff with a lasso. Yeah. It's like exactly. you didn't kill him; he, he hung killed, himself. He killed himself. <laughs> the moose oh, hung exactly. himself. <laughs> and the thing was, it's also because it was like I was you know going through like nicotine withdrawals and stuff. For like a lot of the game, every time it got like real emotional, I was just like <laughs> Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> so funny. And then once I beat that, I got way too goddamn into Stardew Valley. Got into what? Stardew Valley. Uh, it's like okay. Harvest Moon. It's like Harvest Moon, but it's like real, like relate personal drama and have kids. I had like emotional conflict about like because you can like court the town. Actually, very progressive is that everybody in it's just kind of poly, so you can like male characters can marry me like any of the male characters same with females yeah. but like, there was like the i was like really torn between like the three girls i was like courting and i was like oh but there's the benefit of this one and the benefit and there's no actual like, game benefit to marrying anyone <laughs> just like, like in real life at, like once yeah exactly my brian didn't <laughs> sorry you're break, breaking up a little bit there oh I, I said this is why brian didn't call you oh yeah exactly so i brian didn't uh didn't uh, chime in. Makes sense. He's like, like, it's not a big deal. Why do I need to tell Cody? <laughs> <laughs> I think the in-game perk from marrying him is like once a week, they'll be like, hey, what? Hey, like, what? And then you go outside and, it's, and you're like, you fucking waste. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, I mean, we've put it off long enough, I think. Uh, we need to talk Game of Thrones. Should um, we give it, the, we should give it the intro it deserves though, right? Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. All right, so we're going to talk, uh, obviously, a spoilers ahead uh, for Game of Thrones, the final episode. The, the end of eight seasons of fantasy, swords, and sorcery. So... Sorry, can you say swords again there? Swords and sorcery. Swords and sorcery. (laughs) Um, So, obviously, if you haven't seen that episode, what are you doing? And go watch it now and then come back right now. How have you you gotten this far? Yeah, Facebook ruined it for everybody anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah. yeah, Next you're going to be surprised Tony Stark died. Jeez. (laughs) uh but let's what are you what are your overall thoughts just we'll go around and, and see what everyone thinks of just the final episode not the full just, final, just the final episode just your overall thoughts of the final episode Seamus, you can uh, start us off okay i so i kind of agree with what you were saying cody is that i think the like actual final episode was pretty good like i think fucking dinklage first off just knocked it out of the goddamn park mm-hmm <laughs> And I think Kit Harrington did a great job. And I like think I so think too. people have been people have been really shitting on him for this season. And I think that's a lot of the writers because like, you know, yeah, most of the season all he was saying was, I don't want it and uh, you're my queen. You're my queen. My, she's my queen. She's my queen. I don't want it. Yeah. And it's I mean, but like there's there were still moments like the last of the Starks, he had that really great speech after the battle and like mm-hmm. but then the scene where he killed Daenerys was so fucking good. Oh yeah. That that scene it it was awesome and you know, and then the cinematography so was great. That was going to be the point I was going to bring up. Yeah, yeah. the cinematography yeah. was great. It was a, visually, it was a really great episode. I mean, I think the way that they kind of were forced to come to some of these the decisions don't work because of the, the rest of the season, and I think people are shitting on it because of that. But I think as a standalone, just where our characters ended up, 
is okay. But then I think that there's some choices in like dialogue and things that they made that are making people really angry, like Tyrion being like, oh, it's all about the story. And who has a better story than Bran the Broken? Literally two people sitting next to him. <laughs> yeah, literally the everyone else. There, the guy they're there debating the fate of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, Davos. Yeah, everyone had a better story than Bran the Broken. I mean, See, Bran's got the- a cool story, but like... <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, like, if this was D and D, like Tyrion is clearly a bard, and his charisma was just so high that he just <laughs> yeah. was able to convince everyone. Just rolling like tw- yeah. thirty-seven yeah. somehow. Yeah. What? Just, just nailing these critical uh, diplo- diplomacy rolls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You like also, how like, you gr- like how they almost like, started oh, democracy. Yeah, and they all laugh at him. Yeah, <laughs> fool. Well, so I've actually been like joking for like the entire run of the show that I was like, "Oh, this is all just going to be the origin stories of democracy." <laughs> well, you were you were almost right. They w- they were trying. Like, Sam, my boy, <laughs> and then they laughed at him, and I was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> well, the worst was the no. uncle. I forget the name of the oh, uncle. Edmund oh, Edmund Tully, Edmund, 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 dude. Like the- he was a joke this whole series. Every time, like he had. A moment to try to shine. Yeah. He fucked it up. And this one, like, where they sit down, Uncle. Yeah. Uncle, sit. It's like, damn. <laughs> damn, hella got him. Even, like, the little former kid who was, like, still drinking breast milk laughed at him, who was sitting there. Like, yeah. Like, everyone laughed at him. Yeah, every- everyone's commenting on how uh, how he, like, grew up, like, looking hella nice. He looked like a normal person. Yeah. Like, well, wasn't it well, Littlefinger that sent him, like, he's like, he needs to be a man, and, like, they were like, he needs weapons training, like, and I think they sent him off to go become a man. Well, he he was training with uh, the, I forget the guy's name, but the, the, the master of arms for the, for I mean, anybody, the anybody, anybody suckles a tit until they're, yeah, he grew up big and strong, they're gonna be a, yeah. gonna be a big man, yeah. strong bones, look at, look at Tormund, you know, look yeah. at Tormund. giant's yeah. milk, and he became a big old man, yeah. Christian, what are your overall thoughts of the last episode? Cinematically, there was a lot of gorgeous shots. Um, I loved when um, Daenerys was walking out of the hall and Ooh, the, and the dragon, dragon wings. Yeah, wings came out. Like That was a nice shot. Um, and then her overseeing all the armies was really cool. Um, the throne room shot where it was in the open, and you know she never sat on it. Like She walked around it. She touched uh, it just like yeah. her vision or like... Like her, in her vision, vision, she, she never, reaches for she it. She reaches right. for it, but never touched it. That was a great callback to that shot. Um, and then in that vision, she doesn't touch it. She turns away and and goes and joins Cal Drogo right, in right. the afterlife, which is exactly what happens in that scene. Um, the shot of John outside with the dragon and you know covered in the snow. Like there was just a lot of gorgeous um, shots. And I, I just I think the thing that people. Are, I think it was a tough pill for them to swallow what happened because there wasn't enough pacing. Right. Like there wasn't even enough time to breathe in a moment. Um, and I think if they had taken their time, you know, to pace it out. Right. I think people would have been fine, but the fact that it but was I think six that's, episodes, that's also know? kind of the problem with the final episode of anything is that it's hard to like really judge it on just the merits of the episode itself. Yeah. You really are weighing it against every, like this is the end of this story. And do I feel sated with it? And it's like, I think if I removed everything that had happened, I just took that episode and I said, okay, well, you know, John's going to do what's right for the throne, but because of that, he's going to go North of the wall. And that's really the ending he wanted anyways. So that's like good for right. him. And he, reunites with ghost and torment and kind of smiles and it's like great bran on the throne is like yeah okay Tyrion has to be hand of the king davos actually survives bron bronze there for some fucking reason like 
all of those would have been things. I'm like, oh, and Sansa's Queen of the North. Arya going west was just a, like, okay, cool spinoff. That was kind I guess. of a throwaway. Yeah. They're not doing a spinoff. HBO already said. They were, like, for people who are getting excited, they were like, uh, we just want to tell you right now before people get too excited, there's not going to be an Arya yeah. spinoff. She literally went there for nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think where people ended up, you know, worked for almost everyone. You know what I mean? I think. You know, Arya going off and doing her own thing. I mean, she's no longer really a Stark. She's just, you know, a girl with no name kind of thing. Uh, she's the only one I was disappointed in the ending with. One, what was one of that scene with the horse last episode? Yeah, it didn't, was... didn't do anything. It was just a cool shot of her escaping. It was a cool shot. Mm-hmm. I thought the conclusion of her story with the Hound was going to kind of like, push her to like be like you don't need to be no one you don't need to be have the revenge list you don't need to do these things and it was going to lead her back to like yeah like you can hang, be a lady with gendry hanging out like, with her family or something i i thought when she's like i'm not going north there was going to be because i'm going to be i'm, I'm go- taking gendry up on his offer and i thought i thought that was the culmination of her whole thing with the hound and then her just being like i'm just gonna piece the fuck out and go go west was like okay literally nothing led to that yeah like what's west of westeros like no one has cared this entire show what is also, west of it, westeros i was it wasn't until that moment that i realized it's westeros because it's west and it's essos it's east yeah <laughs> you yeah. kind of went oh. oh we also didn't get an explanation of how she got a crew like people that follow her like she didn't yeah, have any a, money it was, it was a stark ship yeah yeah because she's a fucking star well, i guess so i guess hey Sansa's uh, like yeah i her, guess do whatever you brother, want her brother is the king and her sister is the queen of the north i think she can get some folks yeah i guess they're like uh who's sick of the snow a couple yeah, of, yeah i've yeah. never really been a big fan i don't even like snow all right we're gonna go west there's probably wait there's snow? other places yeah. that aren't snowy <laughs> <laughs> what did you catch uh, when John and the wildlings were riding up north that there was a single sprout coming out of the snow? Yep, so like, yep, the, yep, winter yep. Was, the winter was going to go away. Finally melting. Yep. Yeah. That. So I think, um, you know, uh, there is a bright future for what the people of Westeros, which is kind of cool. Um, I think that um, the biggest problem with this whole season and the reason why people have been so upset about it is because the pacing has been so rushed. And I think that's, you know, of all the people I've talked to since the episode has aired, I think everyone kind of agrees that this one episode is not a problem. The battle of Winterfell was not a problem. It was just the pacing on a, as a whole is kind of what ruined it for a lot of people. I think, yeah, if you really beats. go back and watch the early seasons, like, first off, they didn't have a battle scene until like season three. Right. Um, they really like it's a lot of talking, it's a lot of slow moving, it's a lot of building, it's a lot of little character things. But like that's the one thing that like everyone was freaking out, like, oh, Danny went all mad queen. And it's like, no, they really have been laying the seeds of that. And I think Tyrion actually explains it really well in the last episode where he's like, Yeah, she did all this and it was shitty, but they were bad people, so we rooted for her. She didn't she did the same thing. Yeah. She just didn't do it against bad people. Yeah, and and I can kind and like, of get I mean, that, but I, but they've, they'd spent more time and given it a little more, like, plus also, I, I like... I agree, 100%. They just didn't give it enough time, man. Yeah, exactly. I think, like, the, the main problem is that, you know, her turn from good to bad really took place over, like, three episodes. Right. Like, the first, yeah. the first time you really see a change in, like, her personality is when John tells her that he's a Targaryen. 
And she's like, what? You must never tell anyone. Why would you tell me that? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, what scene was it when um, when everyone was congratulating? No, I would say it was when people were congratulating him in the hall, and she sees how well he's loved. No, man, and, the big like, thing she was, was when Jorah died. Oh, that's true. Like he was, like he was, he could talk to her, like make her see sense of certain things. Mm-hmm. And well, I read a, I read a thing online which was saying if you took, I mean, I think if they built it up well enough, it being John, I think it needed to be John, and I imagine it will be John in the books. But I read a, I was reading a thing online that was saying, you know, imagine Jorah hadn't died that episode. But and then he goes through this, you know, kind of the Tyrion arc of seeing what she just did. And he's the one who goes in and tries to talk her out of it and kills her. Right. Oh, it would be so much more compelling. And, you know, yeah, I mean, it was just the thing was, is that because of the rush pace, making John a Targaryen did nothing except exist as a plot point to push, make Daenerys seem like the Mad Queen. And them being in a relationship did nothing but to further that. And it was just like neither one of them was served by that relationship because it was so rushed. And and again, like what really sucks is that John throughout the show was consistently this like he was actually smart. He was a skilled fighter. He was, a, you know, but he was an honorable, good person. He was basically like, you know, he was the good he was the good guy of the show. Yeah, he was like and the moral compass of, of exactly Westeros. took over and for Ned, basically you know, when Ned was gone. The yeah. second they started rushing through everything, I, like D&D just took him and said, OK, well, you're fucking you know, nothing, Jon Snow. And that's the character. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, um, you know, there's, there's a lot to be said about, you know, the books not being complete. And I think that could have definitely led to some of these problems. Um, because well, no, I mean, I dude, I think this is the best PR he's ever going to get for his book. I think that book's coming out in three months. I don't think he's going to finish them at all, to be honest. I'm hearing rumors he's already had him done. Really? Imagine imagine this. You've been he's sitting just, on the two last to, books uh... of this series that people are just like fucking chomping at the bit to get. And somebody's beating you to the punch of revealing your ending. Yeah. And you know the one thing that can sink an entire series is a shitty ending. Yeah, so he, he, out, just, he just waited for it go, to play oh, out. I don't like this. I don't like this little thing. I want this. I wanted this to happen. I think it would have been better if this. So, Internet, what, respond. if you no, had a exactly. perfect ending, what what would it be? And then he just writes it in. It's like well, scribbled in kinda, a pencil. He kinda, I think it really was going to be Danny's going to go bad, John is the killer, Bran on this throne, yep. like that, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And he sees, okay, here's how they did it. And then the complaint about it. Yeah, okay. I, I think he Still can. Still be the same ending as long as I don't do that. I'm okay. <laughs> right. And I think I think a book by, you know, by design um you know won't suffer some of those same pitfalls cuz it's like, you know, if you have two, you know, they're probably going to be what 800 900 page books, 1000 page books. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of time to flesh out all the little things that I think people have problems with. Well, yeah, there's well, no, I think there's no pacing the issues too is that there's the no books budget. have so many side plots. They yeah. So many like other side more very involved joy apparently in the books is an awesome character and in this he's there literally is nothing but a fucking plot device yeah yeah there's there's all sorts of stuff in the book that you know helen reed what a shit character just christ yeah helen reed isn't mentioned hardly at all in the show he has uh, like one the fuck was mira this last season one little yeah well we have no idea helen really, reed and mira I reed her, i expected her to at least show up during the battle of winterfell and if not that towards the end of the series and like be the reason that brand like, shit. Like I, I expect it. Like the fact that the last interaction she had with Bran was him just like not thanking her and telling her to piss off. Right. Yeah. It was so stupid. And then, you know, we didn't, we didn't get a solid ending to the Azor Ahai, the, uh, 
the prince who was promised prophecy. Technically, he didn't pull out of her, so you know, maybe. Yeah, it's it, there's some. I have some <laughs> have ideas on yeah. like, like I have two theories on on the prince who was promised prophecy, um, and I guess here I'll lay them out for you. Is it that Drogon was the was it Dawnbringer or whatever? <laughs> no, it's not that. But <laughs> I, don't, that, I didn't even heard that one. That that's an interesting. That's I guess that's kind of. No, I don't like that either. No, it's bad. Uh, um, though maybe. I mean, I can almost see that. I guess, but I. So my first There's first straws, and I'm reaching. Yeah, exactly. Like I can piece together that a little bit. Um, so I'll say like one. Uh, one instance is that Arya was the prince or princess who was promised. Um, a lot of people pointed out that in old Valyrian, the word for prince is gender neutral so you know we don't really know or royalty right. i guess we should say yeah she is the prince and or princess who was promised and so with keeping that in mind you know she takes out the night king and he was going to be the darkness that that um the prince who was promised is supposed to save the realm from and if you look at it that way Beric Dondarrion and Jon Snow we're just pawns there to protect her and make sure that she successfully takes out the Night King. Well, I think that's what they were going for. But right. That's also, I mean, okay, guys, I'm really sorry, but I know you guys have missed an angry Seamus rant for a while. <laughs> yeah. And you know it's going to tie into Star Wars, so here we go. Um, ever since fucking Last Jedi, we keep hearing because Rian Johnson decided to fucking defend this stupid ass movie with the term subverting expectations. We've had this whole fucking thing now in every to be like you got oh hold on anxiety. you're cutting in and out for your rant oh i'm taking a mental pauses <laughs> yes fuck and then uh... hold on hold on hold on, hold on. <sighs> okay st- start it over with your your angry Seamus rant okay hold on gotta get a pretzel yeah no it was while I uh, while I was getting my new headphones. I also pushed my beers. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, no, so it's, if you go back to Rian Johnson defending Last Jedi by saying we're subverting expectations, which is the idea that we live in a society where everybody the water cooler talk is theories and what are we expecting from the show? What are we gonna you know? Oh, we're gonna spill it out. And so I think leading into the season, everyone's going, oh well, fucking John's gonna kill the Night King. Uh, Jamie's going to kill Cersei. We're going to do this. And they even say it in the fucking commentary for the episode of, uh, with the, with the night King. They're like, Oh, the whole point was that you forgot about Arya. And then, so she shows up and you're surprised, literally defining subverting expectations. Yeah. The problem is, and this doesn't, this isn't just the last Jedi. This goes all the way back to like the fucking sixth sense, probably even before that, where it's like, what a twist. That's a thing. And I think that the problem here was that they've had years of people just being like, I think this is going to go. I think this is going to go. And I think all the talk leading into it was that people were really confident. Like, John's going to kill the Night's King. Uh, uh, you know, something's going to happen. Danny, you know, this, this. And I think they were like, well, let's turn it on. And that's what the let's have Arya kill the Night King came out of. And it's like, yeah, the thing was her story needed to intersect with the King at some point for that to make sense right she had seasons with the faceless men she had all that stuff and that never came to anything she killed the phrase and then never did the faceless man act again right i, I totally um, thought she was gonna do that on uh daenerys i thought for sure she's gonna put on someone john face. Was, john was gonna stab her and then he pulls off his thing at the end i thought for sure it was gonna like it had to come in i thought like, she was gonna kill gray worm. gray worm i thought it was gonna be a john and gray worm fight 
And what if she pulled off Miss Sunday's face, and then sees Grey Worm, and he's like all super stoked, and he fucking stabs her. Yeah, and he pulls it off. <laughs> Ooh, Grey Worm dead. I would have. I would have also liked if uh, John fought Grey Worm right after he stabbed Daenerys, or something. Yeah, that how was the hell. Did he? How the hell did he end up a prisoner? That's my question. Yeah, he, well, he probably he gave just him, gave up because yeah, he's sure the he best guy. And that was another thing yeah. that bothered me. Like when they were doing the councils, like why were they giving Grey Worm so much authority? Like, well, because apparently all he pieced the fuck out like the second that John was leaving. Like they really could have just been like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, you're cool. yeah, he's gone. Because also he's gone now. Come on back. I mean, I I think I might be wrong. I think uh, maybe wrong because I think they're like more with it. But I, I'm pretty sure like Dothraki, if you kill their like. They're all you. You become them. Yeah, so like, yeah. So that's what that's how Daenerys got in charge of the Dothraki. But no one, no one saw. I mean, they would have to. Well, I guess they knew uh, that John killed the, her. Have you, did you see the thing uh, going around where somebody says, you know, we got to really debate the to Drogon here? Did he see a dead Daenerys and go, well, here's the Iron Throne, and this is what led to this, where John, it's not John who killed her, it's this throne, and so he burns the throne, or is it he sees? with a sword in her and then sees a chair of swords and goes well clearly we which which this. one of you was it <laughs> that's pretty funny that pretty i like the second one better yeah this fucking chair stabbed my mom yeah the second i read that i went oh. that makes sense yeah. it makes sense it makes a lot of that's like that's a good dog scent too yeah <laughs> i think uh that's my new favorite theory yeah, i fucking love favorite. it um so um yeah so like I was saying, you know, Arya could have been one uh, prince who was promised. And I think John, of course, is the other choice because now, yes, he was brought back by the Lord of Light. And then the darkness that was going to engulf the realm wasn't going to be the uh, Night, King. W- Night King and the White Walkers. It was actually going to be Daenerys and her, you know, Targaryen army. Scorching all the kingdoms. Scorching all the kingdoms and stuff. And so oh, he, that makes sense. he kills her. Um, and he, you know, if you think about it that way too, he was he is a prince. He never became king because he ends up, you know. That's not what the prophecy actually says, though. It's what he he saves the people. Yeah, he saves the people, and he was a, but he you know he is a prince who was promised, right, not right, a right. king, because he never takes the throne right. for himself. He does stab the woman he loves, and so that little dagger is like actually bringer. that makes sense because if he had become king, it would have been the king that was promised, not the right, prince that was exactly. promised. Exactly, and so then he and he does that to you know, leave the realm in a better place and protect the realm. Kind right, of. Right, so right. either one kind of works, but it's like, you know, all you needed was one line of dialogue from like Melisandre. Yeah. Like if who was dead, who is dead? Like, so <laughs> if you know how, how she walks out into the snow and just dies and becomes old, like if yeah, she, if, you if know she, why they killed her. Right? Well, usually you become old, then you die. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> so they killed her for the same reason. They didn't have lady stone in the show, which was that, why does my internet cut out every time I'm going to make a good point? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Go for it. You're good. Uh, okay. So like, they didn't have Lady Stoneheart in the show because you introduced the concept of the Lord being able to bring somebody back with him. And then in the books, he revives Caitlin Stark and she becomes Lady Stoneheart and it's this whole thing. Yeah. And so if they did that in the show, we'd be three seasons in where a main character who we thought was dead in a very dramatic fashion has been resurrected. Well, there's not going to be a shock value now because the second John dies and Melisandre is there. It's like, oh, well, fucking got it. Obviously, yeah. But the reason we were confident that he would be revived he was there was because we went through Beric. With Lady Stoneheart, it wouldn't be a surprise. And so I think he died so that there wouldn't be any like, who's he going to bring back? 
Yeah, yeah. I think the other thing is that also ties into why Jamie didn't have a story arc. Because what did we expect him to do? We expected him to go to King's Landing to kill Cersei. Right. And how would he probably have done that? Probably when they're having an emotional scene and she's begging him and crying and worried about something. And he says, and then the she'd probably say something shitty and he'd stab her. <laughs> yeah. That was another and thing what that happened me. in the next episode. Yeah. John goes to Daenerys and, and they're both and, and they're crying and she says something shitty and doesn't convince him and he stabs her. Breaks his heart, he stabs her. You can't do that in back to back episodes because right. it takes away from both moments. So as a result, well they're like, Well, we clearly have to give it to John and Daenerys. And so we got that ending for Jamie, which is just like and that was that was the thing I was gonna say. Like Cersei to me didn't suffer enough. Like she totally he just wanted had to see some, her fucking die. She deserved way fucking more. Not only that, but like as a character, like obviously she's a bitch and everyone hates her. But like her character, her entire purpose is fighting against everyone who would bring her down and who would make her subservient. Yeah. Also, and, show me her fucking leading once. Yeah, exactly. Like, just what did she do for that entire season? Just stare out a fucking window and like hear reports from hey, Qui- hey, let us not forget she drank wine yeah okay. there's there a great there's a great uh post on twitter i forget who originally posted it but it was you know uh you know let, let's all you know let's all give it to lena hey lena heady because she basically gets paid half a million dollars an episode for this final oh, she got paid a million she got paid a million. million? It's half a million. Yeah. The tweet is a million. Was it? Yeah, it's half a million. Oh, okay. But it was yeah. Lena, Lena, Lena Headey, uh, Amelia Clark, uh, Kit Harrington, and... I th- that's why they only did six episodes. <laughs> They're like, yeah. dude, we promised them that. What? Well, so that, I think that's, that's also... But also think about it. That's the reason that everybody was like, okay with last season. Because it's like, it seems a little rushed, but we know they're building... Like, they're saving up the money to like really fucking nail it in this last season. Yeah. And then everything was just like, get it done, get it done, get it done, get it done. Because these fuckers want to go on. And they were offered 10 seasons. They were offered 10 full yeah. seasons. And they were yep. like, no, let's do eight and the last two short. I'm glad because James they want to go, that They want to go do fucking Star Wars sh- shit. I for is, a, You know what the last thing I fucking want? More Star Wars shit. <laughs> I for a long time was Ugh. mad at HBO. Last of the Skywalkers, I, literally the movie should just start with somebody going, wait, Luke's dead, and then cut to the fucking credits. <laughs> <laughs> I for a long time was mad at HBO, thinking like, why are these people like cutting it so short? Why are they forcing these guys yeah. to do less episodes? Why are they forcing them to do eight seasons? Until I found out that they wanted to do ten seasons. Then they wanted to do, I think it was like 13 episodes. Per season. And yeah, I was they, like, when they said eight, they were like, okay, cool, but can we do longer seasons? No. And the thing is, these guys, like, everyone's like, oh, well, they're shit. No, like, they rushed it. They wanted it done. Yeah. Because they wanted to move on to other shit because whatever. But, like, earlier seasons, like, the chaos is a ladder speech everybody always brings oh, up. So that was written for the show. That was written by them. There's so many good things that were just show specific. Yeah, they've done, that they've we done knew great they could stuff. Do it. It's I mean, just... Battle of the Bastards isn't in the books. That was a great fucking episode. Yeah, it's not in the books yet. <laughs> yet, but like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just like we know that they can, they could do a good show, right? And it... then we just had two seasons of you got your heart's not in it, and you got, and it sucks because yeah, you can tell the with the actors, like, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, like they're I, giving like it. I've, I've all... said it so many times, like Kit Harrington just got fucking screwed over by this last season, where it's like. What did he even fucking do? And he gave it all in the last episode. Like, honestly, the last two episodes, he really just... Like, everyone fucking... everyone did an excellent job this season. I mean, the... Uh... For, for fuck's sakes, I was impressed by Grey Worm. Yeah, Grey Worm was great. <laughs> also, I recently heard his music, and it's actually pretty good. Grey Worm has music? That's pretty cool. He does. He's, he's a, a singer. Musician. He's a real yeah. good singer. Oh, okay. 
Also, his music videos are pretty good too. Ooh, you know who else's music videos are great? Bronze. <laughs> from the eighties. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yes. Yes. Braun was that. in it. It was actually the nineties. Those, oh, those videos me. just really didn't age well. Forgive yeah. me. Um, also, I think uh, Ramsey's also has a singing career. Really, Ramsey. Mm-hmm. He, he was great in that uh, show, The Misfits. I really mm-hmm. like that. Totally different character too. Oh yeah, he's he's totally a sweetheart in that one. Um, I can't well, see it. At first, he's a weird it. creep. He's got a weird fucking fuckboy face. I can't. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> um. No, it's okay. I mean, he's got he's got a good career now, though. He's the he's the lead on the uh, Inhuman show. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Inhuman show that lasted half a season. Oh, that's right. He was in it. Yep. Yeah, he was yeah. the brother who wasn't Inhuman. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's the uh, what's his name, the Mad or whatever. I forget his name right now. Yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. Who wasn't would... in End Games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't uh, come up. Yeah, I think um, you know. There were some great moments, like every actor in it gave it their all. I think probably my favorite episode of this last season was the Knights of the Seven, Night of the Seven Kingdoms. Oh, when they're all just sitting around talking, they're all kind of sitting around talking, and because it, it felt like the first it was season. awesome. It yeah. felt like the first season. It was like a callback to what got us to love the show. Not only that, it was like all these characters who some of them had never been in the same room before, and you get to see them yeah. interacting. That was like that's the Game of Thrones that I really want for well, sure. And I, I think what made that, what made everything that followed it so disappointing, was that I watched that episode and yeah. I really loved it and took it in and was just like, "This is the last time I'm seeing it." Like most of these characters, yeah. Like I really thought fucking Bran was dead. I thought Grey Worm was dead. Actually, I I was running on a theory that I thought Masande was going to die in the crypts. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. And Grey Worm was going to live because everybody was like, "Oh yeah, this dude's fucked." But, like, also, where the fuck did they have Dothraki in the last episode? Like, what the fuck was that? Oh, yeah, I, they, I thought, like, all of them died. And it turns out it was They just literally, half. like, it straight up said, and uh, we don't have any Dothraki. Yeah. The, and suddenly they have a fuckload of Dothraki. Dothraki and, and the Unsullied. Like, I knew... Yeah, I know, thought that was, like, Grey Worm's big character moment was he was like, okay, I'm giving literally all of my fucking men to your stupid cause right now. This better fucking work. Right. Yeah, you know, I just, I felt like her her army's kind of like respawn themselves, you know, several times, you know, um, cause first, you know, first you go in there and it's against the white walkers and I, you know, they had all the Dothraki light up their swords and you see all the swords go out. Right. So you're like, okay, well they're dead. Maybe great, there's some women great and children. Sequence, left. Great shot. Ooh, so good. When she lights up the swords, I'm like, oh fuck, they might actually pull this off. Yeah. And then you're like, oh no, they're definitely like, not pulling oh, it off. Oh no, 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 they're not fucking around. Yeah, and so you see that, and you're like, okay, well they're dead. Maybe there's some women and children left over because there was a bunch of them falling, right? Um, and then the unsullied are kind of getting backed up into that trench that has all the, you know, the barbs and all that crap, you know, in it. Um, so I knew a lot of them had probably died too. But then you then you go to they go to King's Landing on the boats that they're all on the boats when uh, the Rhaegal or yeah, it was Rhaegal, right? That was the one who gets shot in the face with the yep. with the neck. the neck thing. Yeah. So he gets taken out. They take out a bunch of the boats. So a lot all of the people, boats. All the boats, right? <laughs> so they're just shooting all the fucking boats where you have Dothraki on it, presumably, right? Whoever's left over who don't know yeah. how to swim because they're afraid of water. And then you have all, all the Unsullied, who probably also don't know how to swim because they're slave and armor. soldiers. And they're in armor. So it weighs them down. And so, like, you, you have all those people lost. But then you go to the last episode, and she has all of them. Yeah. Like a shit ton. Yeah. 
Well, John was coming with a with large numbers, so John. So was maybe a, he had he, some. He, of he them. probably had the majority yeah. of them. Still though, but still, like it did really seem like all the Darth Vader were gone, and then all of a sudden, like oh no, well, and that half. was like the emotional moment of that whole thing. Oh, for like, sure, that's right. when you were like, like this we've been shit building is real. up that these dudes were just like unstoppable, and they got wiped out by this thing. And it was like, yeah, you could probably have some stragglers that were still alive. Like Ghost clearly fucking lived. Right. Jorah made it back, but like that was the moment. It's like, oh fuck, the Dothraki are dead. And I think honestly, it would have been a little bit more convincing to Danny's character if if maybe all the Dothraki had had died and that would have been one you know one thing that that kind of tipped her her scales over to being becoming mad and becoming you know this ruthless killer then you have jorah dying then you have you know miss sunday getting killed then you have maybe you know maybe the unsullied get taken out or something you know during the king's landing thing you yeah, have John not wanting to bone because well one she's <laughs> acting great actually she's acting crazy and two she's his aunt yeah exactly and so if she had a little bit of a reaction to each one of those then you could kind of see a little bit more of that character developing, but like there's just wasn't enough time in each episode. Literally and, just and put more the episodes long night or whatever those. it was. <laughs> yeah. The second episode in between each, like one, like something similar to that in between each major episode that uh, episode we actually had and stuff could have worked. It's just that yeah. like, I think they really were building to like Daenerys doing what she did. Oh yeah. I, I can totally see that, you know, but it went from zero. It went from like 20 to like a thousand in, yeah. An instant. Yeah. She and like, the thing was, is, and I think people are really irritated because they do these like post episode things where they talk about all this shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the two writers are like so fucking horrible at def- defending their decisions. They're like, oh, she forgot about Euron's fleet. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? They literally re- reminded another- her of it like four times this episode. That's another great point that, like, with the scorpions, where they're like, there's such a danger. Like, look, it took out a dragon. These scorp, like, the scorpions are like, <laughs> what you need, really need to worry about. Then all of a sudden, he just, they're not an issue. He's dodging them super crazy. Yeah. He's burning. He takes them. out all of them with one dragon with any, without yeah, any right. problem. What was the point of the golden company? Yeah. Right, that's another. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're not even going to put the fucking elephants because they're not going to be a factor at all. <laughs> yeah, and no they're going to get wiped out in a five minute sequence. Yeah, no CG, one wants to see an CGI. elephant get burned, so we're just not even going to do that. Um, there's another cool thing from the book that never made it into the show was that Euron was supposed to have like a horn that like could potentially you, control dragons. Right? If yeah, you if control you dragons, it, right? It would control dragon, but the thing is that you would burn from the inside because it was supposed to be a. Um, not like a death sentence? No, it was supposed Magic. to be one. Of, what? What? Uh, it was supposed to be not a Targaryen. But, oh, it's the uh, Power Stone. God damn it! Well, what were people called? They were um, from Valyria, right? So yeah, Valyrian. Yeah. yeah, so you had to be a Valyrian to use it, which is why anyone outside to use it burned from the inside. So, but yeah, that would have been a great point too. Like yeah. if you're on Hat, it's like, oh shit! Instead of the other dragon dying, Wouldn't, now it's dragon. Wasn't it dragon. supposed to bring down the wall too, or something like that? Yeah, if you blew it, it would it could bring it, down the wall. Yeah, right? bring down the wall and control dragons. This is why, like, I mean, there's all these like mythology. Cool. Things, like, <laughs> Never. Well, look, there was all this like mythology and stuff that they kind of built up in the first couple seasons, and they just really abandoned it all for the, the sake of pacing. Right. Yeah, and I think it really ties into also is that there's a lot of like side characters like Euron has a big story arc. There's the fake Aegon that they meet in Essos. Mm-hmm. There's all these like characters in the books that have really intricate arcs. Like Dorne is such a completely different thing in the book. <laughs> Wait, but well, because it, they didn't stuff actually that, happens in really Dorne. wrote that shit off. Yeah, but because they didn't really follow through with any of these side plots, they really were like, "Here's our core characters. We have to finish the story with them." And I and I, and I that get in I get you have to like st- strip stuff away, but it's like 
there's certain things that seem so big and so important. And again, we don't have the end of the book, so we don't know for sure. But there's some things in there that seem so big and overarching that was like, why aren't those being tied up or referenced at all in the show? Because they had to hurry up and go do Star Wars, bro. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, because they need to do Star Wars. Jesus. Maybe a little tie up again, I'm just, Azor I'm just gonna say it again. The one thing we need is more goddamn Star Wars. I love Star Wars, Seamus. You're just being a grump. <laughs> You can't see. Wait, hold on. Let me turn my video back on. <laughs> oh yeah, it's an angry, grumpy face. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you expected. <laughs> so you don't think the last one, this uh, upcoming one, this Christmas? You know what? Be good? No, I got a better question. Okay, I want Seamus. How how can the last episode of Star Wars make it up to you? Not don't tell me not, by not making it. That is not an acceptable answer. I want the Seamus story of what you think could make it work. Okay, well, so from what I understand of the plot already is most of the Resistance is dead. Um, Princess Leia is not going to be a character because Carrie Fisher's dead and they didn't film enough footage, so somehow they're going to write her out. Uh, Ray, Finn, and Poe are supposed to be our big three. Define any of them by just their actual personality. Okay. Well, so what do you yep. want to happen? <laughs> you know, I'm just get, I'm getting there. Um, and you've killed Luke Skywalker, who if you've been paying attention – the main character of Star Wars, Star Wars is either Anakin Skywalker or Luke Skywalker. Sure. Now there's no Skywalkers, and they might say, "Okay, we'll raise a Skywalker," but that's a very big pull out of your fucking ass. So I think they're going to first off subvert expectations. Luke's not dead; okay. he just teleported because he already did something else we didn't fucking know you could do. Um, <laughs> but if it was going to be good, let's see. Um, I think you got to give me the uh, Han Solo comes scene? back. No, he, come on. He's the prince obviously. who was promised. No, let him do his rant. I want to hear it. No, so it's um, what's that TV show where he wakes up and he just goes, I just had this crazy nightmare. Uh, multiple they, TV uh, shows. Yeah, multiple whack shows. Yeah. Oh, you know what they do? What they do is they're going to do it. They do it Dallas where Luke wakes up and he just hears like water running. And he's like, what the fuck is that? And he opens his hut door and it's Han. And he's just like, what? <laughs> and then the rest of the movie is just the two of them literally hanging out and talking about like how they've been for the last 30 years. That'd be pretty cool. Man, I see. I and felt then, like he was going somewhere me... until you threw him off. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I mean, what I would need to do is get, well, uh, it, or it's already hinting that they're bringing Palpatine back, which basically right. means that the, the literally, again, the two main characters, of the entire series are Anakin Skywalker and Luke Skywalker. And their biggest thing was ridding the world of the Sith by killing Emperor Palpatine. They clearly didn't do that by the existence of these new movies. Now they're hinting Palpatine's back. So that was like the big culmination of, the, of all of it. Luke can't be dead. Um, so that's the biggest stupid thing. Like, Han can be dead. Fine. Just, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Han can be dead. It's Luke fine. Luke it's fine. fine. It's, everything's fine. <laughs> Luke, can't be, Luke can't be dead for any story that's even remotely related. The thing is, is that The Force Awakens at least attempted to be tied in to the original stories that were being told. And they were just like, listen, right. we didn't completely rid the world of the Sith and all this shit. Okay, cool, fine. We got to find Luke. Luke f- fucked up because the Solo's kid. All of that's fine. What The Force Awake or what The Last Jedi did is ignore all that to subvert our expectations and didn't really tie into any of Star Wars. It just had a shitload of bon- like B-plots that went fucking nowhere that existed for no reason and did nothing to flesh out any of these characters that are supposed to be the, these things, the things we like. Like, we love the original trilogy because of the set pieces and the story and stuff like that. But at the heart of it, it's because 
Han, Luke, Leia, Chewie, C-3PO, R2-D2 are all really good, fleshed-out characters. We like them. Mm -hmm. People bitch that Luke's whiny in the first movie. He's whiny, he's needy, he's impulsive. Yep. Um, he, you know, he acts idiotically. He does all, these are all characteristics. These are all traits of a character. Mm -hmm. Ray literally doesn't have that. And they've rested this entire series on her. She is a blank goddamn canvas to exist for fan fulfillment. She's a Mary Sue. It's just like she's, you know, she's uh, I, I get she's you know she's aggressive. She's uh, sure of herself. She's confident. These are you know there's characteristics. They're there. The thing is, they don't make an intriguing character because you've literally she's she's like Harry Potter. Harry Potter is just the boy the boy who lived or whatever and then mm -hmm. it suddenly is like really fucking good at magic and he's just the perfect person to win this fucking battle and he just lucks into it and we don't give fucking props to you know hermione or rom bailing him out half wait you don't like harry potter either <laughs> no i like harry potter i think he's an under, i think i think harry potter is an underwritten character in a really great universe. oh okay gotcha gotcha and i think ray is a, a very underwritten character in a very well-written universe it's very uh, that was very established that is now ignoring what was established in the universe for the sake of furthering basically ticket sales and people they can market for the next 30 years so how would you um, feel and so if how would i make this movie good luke I wouldn't skywalker make it, the first he's thing. like ghost what? teaching her the whole time what, how, how what would was that be what was that seamus I wouldn't make it would be the first oh, thing. Like God. I said. Yeah. And no, that's why I took that it, option away from him because I knew that's what he was going to go with. <laughs> no, okay, no, the, the perfect one, again, would just be in the first five minutes. You see the title. It says, Last of the Skywalkers. And the only the crawl just says, Luke Skywalker died because he got tired or something. And then it cuts to them all sitting in a room. And they go, man, I wish Luke wasn't dead. And they go, yeah, that sucks. And then roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> what if he, uh, but he if became one with the Force? Put, no, okay. I'm gonna re, Chris he is going to push me on it. So I'm more really... powerful than you can possibly imagine. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, So you wouldn't be okay if he was like, you know, Force if goes Luke is your... alive, the movie... I will give the movie a chance. Okay. It's not. That's it's it's my investment in Star Wars is Nolan Boyd. So right? Force Force Ghost care. is Even not Force technically Ghost, alive. Force Ghost, Force Ghost Luke Skywalker showing up to tell a character I have literally no fucking investment in after th in by the third movie I have literally no investment in except an actual irritation because of the fact that she's of what she's taken away from my favorite characters. <laughs> Like how the fuck did she got a fucking hug from Leia before Chewie, and Chewie didn't? Like what the fuck was yeah, that? Yeah, Chewie is it got neglected he's, he's, by Leia a well, lot. That's because I mean, Peter Mayhew. Like, little known yeah. secret is that Leia's racist and she doesn't yeah. like hairy aliens. <laughs> well, she doesn't want to pull the hair off of her yeah. white clothes. I mean, but it's also it's not Ray. BBH replaced R two. Uh, I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. I don't even know who Finn's supposed to be replacing. Then Poe's supposed to be Han Solo. But like, yeah, they don't they don't meet they don't match up. So if I wanted this movie to be good. It would be that Luke isn't dead. Luke pulled some shit, and we think he's dead. Great. Okay. And this goes, and the rebels are fucked, and they seem out of it, and some, you know, some shenanigans. Things are going. It's probably going to be another fucking chase scene. They're probably fleeing a new base or whatever. They're going to try to restructure. They figure out this new plan, and they, it's revealed that Palpatine's alive. And the way it's revealed that Palpatine's alive is Luke Skywalker walks into a, a room like he did in Return of the Jedi when they're like making the team to go to Endor, and he walks in. He goes, yeah. "I'm with you." Luke walks in and goes, "That's not your problem." Oh. And then you actually have what didn't happen in Return of the Jedi, which is Luke Skywalker killing Palpatine. Yeah. Bringing balance to the Force. And then you can have your... The thing is, is that Kylo Ren and Rey have both never felt like more than sub-bosses in their movies. 
Right. Like if you're if you're playing a video game, like I'd fight Kylo before I fought the real boss, and we thought the real boss was Snoke, and then they killed him for no fucking reason. Now we know it's Palpatine. So okay, great. So what have you? He's have you heard the theory about Palpatine being like you know knowing Darth Plagueis's, uh, like I've heard some people guessing death. that he's going to be uh, actually um, was it Plagueis or Plagueis Plagueis Plagueis. Well, the the real problem is is that they can't go with uh, they don't they don't care about the canon anymore. Uh, Darth Plagueis was a moon like Sand Hill. So Darth Plagueis in the original canon was because people were like, actually like, so here's the crazy thing about Star Wars fans. When people think like the concept of like fandoms asking for more representation, Star Wars fans aren't just like male and female. They're like, yo, but like you guys introduced this fucking alien species. Can we get a main character with that? So <laughs> there's these characters, they're called the moon. Uh, it's M U U N. They're a uh, sand Hill, the trade union. They're like, uh, they're really thin guys with like the really tall heads who look like Snoke. <laughs> Kinda, yeah, actually. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Which actually led to a lot of people thinking that Snoke was going to be Darth Plagueis. Maybe he uh, is. Maybe he no, was he's dead. Maybe he was in there and to try to like, like warg into uh, Kylo Ren, and he wanted him to be, kill him so that he could move into a new host body. I, I don't know. I really I don't know enough like about. A, I want to give. I, no, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, they 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 did like a flashback comic of like Darth Plagueis, and they confirmed in the canon. Or at least the old canon that he was a, he was a moon, which was kind of cool. Yeah, but it's all irrelevant. They're bringing Palpatine back, I guess. So you really want like honestly, if I wanted this movie to be good, what it would need to do to make me not, I mean, basically what, what not would, do what, what Star the last, Wars needs to if do. They want, to what they bring can do back is they have the, the potential to basically do. They have to do the they, they have the potential to do the opposite of what the last season of Game of Thrones did for a lot of people, because the last the new movies mm-hmm. have kind of done what what I think a lot of people's reaction to the new Game of Thrones has been, which is just like this kind of ruins my enjoyment of the series because i would watch it knowing that none of these arcs come to fruition none of these things happen it really like isn't what i want it's not not Um, fleshed out it's just bullet points and so i you know and i think i've said it because i think we 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 definitely did at least force awakens i think i might have even last jedi with you guys oh yeah um but like these movies have kind of ruined my ability to really go back and fully enjoy the original trilogy because Whoa. i just know where, i know where the characters are going nah. like the, the the prequels didn't really do that to me it was just like okay i can kind of easily ignore them well because it's mostly it's, new characters the only characters you really knew i mean anakin you, and obi-wan and honestly obi-wan comes out of the the original trilogy fine yeah and, i think i think obi-wan was like and by, the honestly, best part revenge of the prequels of the, yeah, I, yeah I had absolutely zero and revenge yeah. of the sith honestly like like ignore the, the first two, ignore the ignore Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones in terms yep. of like Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith, he worked. Yeah, I, I liked like it. It's not good, but I liked it, and it didn't really ruin Vader for me. In I thought, past. yeah, I thought Revenge of the Sith was by far the best prequel, and it, it, you know, if you start from there, there's enough there where, like, if they had extended yeah. that movie in particular like an hour, you would have gotten everything you needed from the. Well, so I, From the yeah, it's crazy. There's a, it's, it's like a legendary thing uh, in people who obsess about Star Wars is that Topher Grace of that 70s show um, is Someone really else big. just hit he, me up about that. Yeah. But Topher Grace said it. Have you heard about this? Yeah, yeah. He's really big. He's a really big fan of editing. And so he actually has like a project. He did a re-edit of first three Star one movie. Yeah, I mean, someone else just hit me up about the Topher Grace cut, and I heard it's it's really great. Like, it, it works, yeah. and it just... And I believe you did it with the prequels, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did it, did it with the prequels. He just um, did one, two, and three as one movie. Yeah, and I think I think that would have been fine. I also would have liked it if he threw in there if he made it so that there was like a love triangle between Obi Wan and Amidala and Anakin. I think that would have been a more compelling. You needed to give Obi Wan more of a direct instead of failed as the master. It yeah. needed like his actual personal actions directly affected Anakin's turn. Right. Exactly. And I led to him more being like, I need to teach Luke. I need to train Luke. Right. Exactly. He had to have felt more guilty. Um, but even just the one movie we have really of Luke and Obi-Wan like interacting yeah. very, like very few scenes. We had an entire fucking movie of Ray and Luke interacting. That's true. Him coming back as a force force or like fucking helper. It doesn't work because all it is, is she showed up and he goes, Oh, it turns out you were, Turns out you were what? Right, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, don't worry. I, I didn't well, actually there's... cut out there. I just really trailed out because I didn't have a good answer to that. Well, <laughs> there was there was the one line. What what does he say in the trailer? Like, there's a thousand um, thousand years or a thousand of us or something like that worth of training in you now. So I don't know if it's gonna be like kind of like a matrix like training where it's like, oh, I know kung fu. Like, and then you know she just kinda... she's gonna be the three eyed Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> something. You know, <laughs> the, the, boom. The thing is. What they really the thing is you can't really fix this third movie because the problem started with the first movie was the first thing was that I mean it's it's a behind the scenes thing it's back to what I said about like the Jamie Lannister Daenerys yeah John thing like it's just it's just like Harrison Ford wanted out of these fucking movies like he just didn't want to be a part of them right. and honestly they could have gotten away with Harrison Ford not being in the first one because they could have just said you know it's Han nobody even knows what he's fucking doing now. Yeah. And honestly, people have been like, oh, I'm pissed I'm not seeing Han. But also, the second Harrison Ford signed on, people were like, okay, I'll see this. Yeah, I think that was a big... And like, that was a big thing. But, and again, don't fucking kill him because you don't need to repeat the fucking Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan thing. They do, you don't need to keep doing that. Do. But Luke, <laughs> if Luke was there from the beginning as a mentor character to Rey, mm-hmm. and she grew and we saw him play off her and that kind of stuff, yeah, that'd be fine. But we got one movie with him where he acted completely out of character... His big mistake was a thing that fucking the Luke we knew would never have done. And Mark Hamill basically got killed off because <laughs> he was just like, yo, this shit, this script is shit. Did he say that? Yeah. Yeah. No, he was bitching about the, cause like the whole thing with him, like trying to kill Kylo in the background and everything was literally used Luke as a mentor character and you had him build with Ray. Yeah. Then it would make sense that she's eventually going to defeat his ultimate foe in the final movie. You could kill him in the second one, whatever, but you didn't do that. You gave us an entire movie where he wasn't the character we knew he wasn't the character we liked or the character we grew up with and as a result he was kind of a whiny bitch he was a whiny bitch but yeah but like he wasn't that at the end of return of the jedi or any of these things and then the whole thing where it's like oh he's gonna kill fucking kylo ren in his sleep is so against this is the dude who was like i can't kill darth vader because i can convince him right to be a person like there's well, no he, fucking way he would have done that. And so apparently Mark Hamill really like came out and said that. Um, and Rian Johnson basically got so tired of hearing him bitch about it that I think they changed the script to kill him. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. But then to bring him back in the third one? Like, I mean. Yeah, because they didn't foresee fucking Carrie Fisher dying. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people were unhappy with The Last Jedi, but. I maybe it's just maybe I have a blind spot for Star Wars where 
like everything that comes out of the Star Wars, I just instantly love. Because, like, I thought Last Jedi was fine. And, like, I was okay with, you know, some of the choices that were made and stuff. Um, and I think it's, it's, I think my problem with all of this, it's if you talk the last season of Game of Thrones or you're talking the new Star Wars series, or honestly, a lot of stuff that we're just seeing come out nowadays is don't give me this fucking bullshit line of like, we're subverting your expectations or we're trying to, like, you know, surprise you truly. I don't give a fuck about being shocked. I just want to watch a story I fucking enjoy. Yeah. And at this point, it sounds like you're saying, oh, we subverted your expectations or we psyched you out or we tricked you. It's like, cool. That's not how fucking storytelling goes, okay? If you write a good and compelling story, you can shock me with the conclusions, even if I think I saw them coming. Jamie killing Cersei, you could have done it in so many different ways that I didn't see coming, and I would have been like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. I mean, John killing Danny, I still fucking figured was coming. Right. But I was shocked about how it happened. Yeah, exactly. That's good, that's good writing. Don't fucking have Arya kill the goddamn Night Queen, Night King because you were like, oh, well, nobody saw it coming. Yeah, but you just spent eight seasons where the only character who's clearly been like the opposite character is John, and he doesn't even have a face-to-face with him. Right. Yeah, I think, I think you know, I think you're right in saying that, like, everything doesn't have to be – it doesn't have to be a twist. It doesn't have to be, like, you know, making sure that, oh, it's a surprise and it's not what people are expecting. I think you can you can do what people are expecting as long as you pull it off. You know what I mean? Um, and I think, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe, you know, if we well, had just a big again, sword same, fight between... With, I think Last Jedi and Game of Thrones, unfortunately, sync up a lot because yeah. the thing was, at movie eight of a nine-movie series shouldn't be when you go, let's change the laws, let's write it differently, let's do something you know people aren't expecting something and switch new. it up. No, stick to the goddamn formula and nail the landing. Yeah. Same thing with Game of Thrones in the last two seasons. It's like, okay, well, we're going to go a little bit away, we're going to do a lot more like big CGI, big battle things, and we think that's going to make up for the fact that we're cutting away the actual like intrigue and the dialogue and the stuff that really actually made us like the show. Because remember, the battle at the fucking wall is in the third season, and that was the first like big battle scene episode yeah. we had and people were already fucking in yeah exactly. in fact people complained that it only took place at the wall damn like, was was that was that really in the third season yeah i think yeah. so oh wow i didn't realize it was that end early. of the first season night's watch goes out beyond the wall yeah uh second season's all of his stuff with the wildlings and then i think it's split between third season like by the by that point of the, by that point in the season he's back and then they they're invading and that's when and Stannis comes to save them all. And then the next season starts with like Mance Raider and all that. Maybe I'll rewatch it and just stop Mance at season five. Raider. <laughs> Once I get season five, it's just stop. That's another thing from the book. Mance Raider is still alive, and he can like shape shift. That's a cool thing. Yeah, like 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 a werewolf. No, he can just into other people. Like look like other people. Oh shit! So maybe he's a yeah. Like they th- they think they kill him, and they actually killed another guy. Yeah, and he loves singing. Lord Lord of Bones, right? Yeah, I think he, I think he becomes Lord of Bones after a while. And I don't remember what else. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I think it's just it's my feelings on like all of Game of Thrones and at, like all the stuff we're getting nowadays. I think we're just kind of like we're writing, shock value. Yeah, we're writing, writing to, to like, the twist. It's you know, and I mean, it's it's. I mean, really, we could dig into just society in general about the like problems of being like everybody's on Twitter and like what you know, fucking the Kevin Hart Oscar shit, like that kind of crap. But yeah. like, that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm just, like, I think 
that there is so much of fandom now that is online and talking. And it used to be like, you know, back in the day when we were, ner- we were the young nerds, you know, right. It was like, we were lucky if we had a couple people on the schoolyard who wanted to talk about this shit. And we were lucky if we found like that one forum where we're, we have like best friends with like three dudes who live in England. And yeah. we're like the only four people who want to talk about this crazy Star Wars theory you have, <laughs> revealing too much about myself. Uh, but like, I think once nerddom became like a thing and it became kind of popular, I think that it really kind of just became, okay, now we need to meet the expectations of the crowd. And it was never written for that. It was never written for that. I mean, look at how Return of the Jedi would have fucking held up if it was on like today's scrutiny. It's like, oh, fucking Luke doesn't even kill Palpatine. It's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Then yeah. they would have started a petition to fucking change the whole series. Yeah. We Return of the Jedi. This is bullshit. And, and I, I want to take, take out a, the Ewoks. I want to take a moment to address that petition to rewrite season eight. Um, everyone, stop! Stop yeah. being a baby. You, you know, you don't like where the story went. Stop watching it. Stop talking about it. Take or, a take a writing class and write the better next. You know, show. write some fan Name fiction. a show that had eight you know? seasons that had a satisfying ending. And don't say fucking Avatar. It only had four. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah I mean, like do some Avatar fan fiction. had four. Leftovers had three. Those are, but they ended satisfying. Yeah. Um, you know, Breaking Bad with six ended very satisfying because they ended it on their own terms. Look, look at Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop is like 23 episodes. And they were, they wanted them to do that show for years. And they were like, no, no, no. We have the one story we're telling. We're going to tell the story and then we're going to be done. Yeah, I think and some of the worked. some of the best animes out there, and and maybe you know maybe movies. Gurren Logan's twenty five episodes. Yeah, maybe movies. Um, you know, Western movies can definitely learn something from anime. There's a lot of anime out there that just goes for, you know, twenty episodes and it's over. But it's you also know? look go, look at like look at fucking Avengers Endgame. Look at that, that and Infinity Wars. Those weren't made to be big blockbusters that everyone's just going to go see on the weekend. They knowingly were like, we're going to make this movie. And if you haven't seen anything leading up to it, you're fucking lost. And yeah, yeah, but we're making it for the people who are fucking invested. And I think we're making it, we're making, we're making the, we're making these, you know, what would be nerdy properties for the crowd. Now we're trying to be like this mass appeal. And I think oddly enough, the Avengers is the one that really fucking did it. They subverted my fucking expectations by making a good movie. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it always frustrates me when the, you know, the behind the scenes or the business side of things ruin good content. And I, I mean, think, Jesus, I mean, and, and there's some, there's some bullshit out there too. It's like, I mean, the ancient one in uh Dr. Strange is supposed to be Tibetan, but they uh, couldn't get a real, if they actually made him a Tibetan character, they weren't going to be able to get a release in China. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what bullshit is that? That's weird. Fuck China. Just kidding. <laughs> They're we probably love, listening. We love you, China. Oh, one okay. billion of you. There, so. Yeah, right. They probably can't listen to us anyway because they have weird Chinese internet. Uh, Describe Chinese internet. Uh, it's a bunch of characters I don't understand. <laughs> you know how I keep dropping out every time I make a point? Yeah, that's Just imagine that every time I drop out, I've been murdered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, he's gone? Oh, he's, he's dead. <laughs> he's, he's not coming back. Well, let you know... To all of our listeners out there, you know, let us know what you thought of the last episode and the last season. What could have been better? What was the worst part? What was the best part? We'd love well, to think, hear from you guys. We'd love to hear from you guys, but I think you know we really didn't do it ourselves. What uh, if you could have changed one thing about the ending? What would you guys have changed? For which one? Game of Thrones. For Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Oh God, we're not we're not getting this Star Wars guys. Yeah. We're not going to make a three hour podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> Changes that I would have made. Obviously, um, you got to bring me back for fucking Rise of the Skywalkers. Now. Oh yeah, we got to. 
or just whenever you. I, want. I didn't have an issue. I just miss you guys. <laughs> I didn't have an issue in how it ended. I didn't have an issue with Bran being ruling. I mean, he doesn't care about money. He doesn't care about power. He doesn't have an ego. I didn't he have has an issue. Full with... knowledge of the past and the future. Right. Like he's the... Probably actually a pretty going to be a pretty good fucking king. The only thing I had issue with was when Tyrion looks at him and is being completely honest and says like. If we offer this to you, would you take it? And he has his dumb, staring nowhere well, face. Why do you think I came all this that way? That line completely pissed me off. It's like all he had. To oh, but say- you, you realize that was the reveal that this. He set all this shit up, dude. He knew it was coming. Yeah. Exactly. He's, he's, which, the, he's the one who revealed John's name. He's the one who told Sam to tell him. Which all doesn't it. like it makes him seem like an asshole, really, because the whole it just. <sighs> It makes it seem like the whole time he of was plotting all Of course I'll be king. Why do you think I'm here? Yeah, it's like that one line was the only thing that I really disliked. It could have been anything else. Like, yes, that's it. That's all you had to say. For but, the good of the realm. Well, if you're going to break my legs about it. <laughs> yeah, something. But that was just the one line. I just, I would have taken that out. Uh, I would have I would have preferred um, Grey Worm and John fight. I think that would have been great. That would have been good. And, you know, even make also, it like Actually, really talking rough. about battles, we didn't even, we didn't touch on it because it wasn't this episode, but Clegamble was good. Oh, that was. Oh, it was great. Actually, his story arc was my favorite. Um, I mean, I, yeah, he I stayed think true to character. Really had the two well, really well done arcs. Yeah, he stayed true to his character the whole time. Even when she says, like, you know, the hound, you're a good man. Yeah. Didn't say anything. Sando. Just straight up Han Solo that shit. You know, didn't say anything, and he just turned around because yeah. that was that's who he was the whole fucking time. He, like, even back when they had won the war and everyone was trying drinking in late. Yeah, he was having a drink, but like, you know, they were like, you know, even two girls came out, so he's like, ah, I'm not interested, you know, because all he wanted was, was revenge. revenge. So he stayed true, and that to me had the the best story arc. Well, that that actually ties into what I was going to say. With my one change would have been. Arya not going west. I think, I think, I think, I don't know if it really should say like she should have immediately gone and like accepted Gentry's offer or something. Mm-hmm. But I really did feel like his goodbye to her was just being like, look at what this shit's done me. You can yeah. be somebody else. And I mean, she was never a lady. She was never, that was never her. And so like it always, it kind of did make, it made sense that she rejected Gendry. But just her being like, here's this random fucking idea I have and I'm going to go follow that and just do that. I think her just being like, I'm just going to be myself for a bit and like do my thing. And whether or not that lettered again or anything would have been better, but like her just randomly up and saying, Oh, I'm going to go do this thing. That's never been fucking talked about. Yeah. I, I think that was kind of, you know, if I was to make a change, I, I would love a, a, I needed an epic sword fight between John and somebody, you know what I mean? Like, I, I would have liked an epic sword fight between him and Grey Worm where he chooses to not kill Grey Worm. Yeah, between John and Grey Worm would have been awesome. And um you like, know like beat like just and it would be totally true to John. Is John like is like they do like it's gonna be a fucking trial by combat or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, Kill and me. Kill exactly. me and he just drops his sword and he's like Yeah, exactly. I that would have been wanna do this. That would have been the best. Or like if he was supposed to have a trial and he wanted a trial by combat and it was him versus Grey Worm, awesome way to yeah. to settle that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even even no, and I think I think yeah. his, his I think his ending was always going to be him going north. Yeah, because uh, that's what he wanted. Talk, exactly, they ended up with Torment. He's like you know that's where you belong. He's like yeah. that's where I wish I was going. It goes back to when fucking Egret died, and she's like, I wish we could, you know we should never should have. We should have stayed here forever. Yeah, 
and we'll go he's like we'll go there again and she says ah, you know nothing john snow yeah and then of course unfortunately that became his entire character um which yeah. meant that you have more to learn not you're an idiot but, yeah exactly you know. <laughs> Um, last thing I'll bring up is there's this cool uh, post that Christian actually sent me, and I think it was from Bianna Ursula Lyncher. You have a hard name to say. Um, mm-hmm. But um, it, it kind of justifies the ending for all the people who were kind of upset by how things ended. Um, and it talks about how Torin Stark, the king who knelt and lost his crown. Oh, I saw that. Knelt, yeah, it's great. He knelt to Aegon to avoid the bloodshed and keep his people alive. He was the only king who surrendered without attacking Aegon, despite the advice of his brother. In the end, the last Aegon, Jon Snow, knelt to a Stark king of the Six Kingdoms with Winterfell as an independent kingdom. The Targaryens came and conquered and caused havoc to Westeros. A Targaryen and a Stark, Jon, gave it back um, for peace. A, tar- a Targaryen uh, gave back the kingdoms to the family of the one who knelt to protect his people. Um, I love that they defied what everyone expected of John and Daenerys sitting on the Iron Throne. Aegon was wait, wait, lit- wait, wait, wait. Would you say they subverted those expectations? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Aegon was literally on his knees. Azor Ahai, the prince that was promised, killed his beloved at the prophecy goes, um, not to rule, but to save them all. Aegon's last true heir knelt to the heirs of Torn Stark. A deep and many thanks to Game of Thrones, blah, 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 blah. So I think that's a cool... You know, that's a cool ending. In all honesty, I had an issue with how it ended until I read that, and I was like, you know what? I'm okay with it. Like, that's like, Christian's right. Yeah, that, that, I, I kind of had the same thought. I was like, yeah, that's a good touch. I actually was going to bring that up earlier, and then we just kind of got carried away because you guys asked me about Star Wars. I thought <laughs> yeah. we discussed this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, um, I think people have to be a little bit more accepting of the ending, and, you know, we're not going to get another another season. You know, obviously they're going to go off and, and make their own Star Wars. Uh, I think movies. I think it'll be looked back on better once it's. Yeah, I think, and I think and I think if you watch beginning to the end again, and I think the you know the hype from this season and these episodes was too high. It was too high where there was no way anyone could ever fully meet those expectations. But I think if we rewatch it in a year or two, or even in six months. We'll probably accept it a little bit better, and you know, it'll be a better wrap up. It was too quick. It should. And it was been also longer. it was never their story to wrap up. That's the right. problem. Right, right, right. It's it, always been Martin's story, and so I mean, I think if anything, we're all really excited for the books now. I don't oh, think yeah. they're going to end that differently. I think maybe there's going to be there's characters that are still alive in the books that are have been. There's going to be extra side <laughs> stuff going on, and uh, I'm excited probably, to read that. How we get there will be different, and I'm excited to see that. But I don't, I don't really expect the actual endings to be very different. Right. I think the main main points are going to be there. Yeah. Also, one thing I will say that I was so pleasantly surprised about with the last episode was that small council meeting. Oh, yeah. I was about that right. was going to be my closing statement was like I could watch that a whole series five, on that. But it was also it was Tyrion and five characters I did not expect to be alive at the end of the show. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Bron, Brienne, Pod, and... Uh, Pod the Rod. Pod the Rod. Pod's D. <laughs> I like Brienne filling in Jamie Lannister's page of the. Yeah, he died defending his queen, Master Commander. Cut. Yeah, I like that. Um, even though he should still be alive. <laughs> I, I think he should should have died, but he should have should should have killed Cersei, and then and he then like, um, he should have killed her, and then then the Red Keep falls on on them. I don't know if I, when I what I was actually what I really wanted was he would kill her in the throne room and then do exactly what he did when he killed the Mad King and just sit on the throne 
and then as he did that, the whole thing would collapse on him. See, right. I thought after so the good. Euron fight, um, when he looks at the dinghy, I, I thought it would have been kind of cool. Like he got, he, you know, he got Cersei to the dinghy. They both went off, and I figured he was going to die in the little dinghy, and then she would have been alone, truly alone. Yeah. No kingdom, nothing. Had no one that actually cared for her. And I was like, and then maybe like she killed herself or whatever. But then that would have been suffering for her because she would yeah. have lost everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, we all just expected more. And that's not what we got. And, you know, we were all expecting it was going to be a, you know, melancholy ending. We didn't expect. But then it was like, oh, but it's also just. And there was, again, there was no way it was ever going to live up to the expectations we were setting. Right. But like it, It's too much. You know, it's too much for any any piece of content to live up to. I don't think we could have, could have asked for anything more. I mean, we could have, but I, know. I <laughs> so, enjoyed the episode. Yeah. We're, we're going to end this episode like game of Thrones ended this episode where it's kind of satisfying, <laughs> but kind of not. I don't know what Wait, I think about some, it. <laughs> somebody, somebody asked me a hard star Wars question and then cut, cut it. Just cut it. <laughs> just cut it. Well, thank you, Seamus, for you know coming back and talking to us about it. Dude, thanks, thanks for fucking having me again. Like, uh, you know, now that we know that this sort of works, uh, you yeah, know, you know, to do it again. talk to Time Warner or whoever the fuck you have on the East Coast and <laughs> tell them to get their internet shit straightened out, and uh, we'd be glad to figure have out you. a better system. Yeah, yeah, we'd be glad to have you back on. But yeah, man, it's awesome talking to you. We hope to hear more from you, um, Christian. As always, you know, it's excellent having love being here, having the point, point and counterpoint. Um, and there's, you know, cool, cool, fun stuff coming up uh, in the next couple episodes too, guys. So stay tuned. Um, hopefully we're working on some fun guests and stuff too. We'll see if that actually pans out. Um, I but know, I, like, I really want to say who, but we, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it if it doesn't happen, yeah. but so anyway, I was, I wasn't the surprise long time listeners. <laughs> be hyped. <laughs> exactly. No. Yes. Yeah, Seamus is a surprise blast from the past on his own. So we do appreciate mm-hmm. you taking the time. I know it's late over there and. Nueva no, York. It's only eleven twenty, and I've banished all my roommates from the living room. So. There you go. That's that's a good place <laughs> to be. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think about uh, the final season, of Game of Thrones, the, the last episode. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebookins, um, and tell us uh, tell us your your best and worst parts of it, and or how, how you would have ended it. How you would have ended it. You know, let's. Let's put some of these people, the the haters, let's, on the spot and see what yeah, they let's, think. Let's let's put our minds together and write the best episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And maybe we could crowdfund it and get, get everyone back together. <laughs> Everyone's wearing like you know lame costumes and like paper mache <laughs> armor. Yeah, as long as yeah, I'm ghost. This community <laughs> theater, what uh, season eight should have yeah, been. Yeah, exactly. I'd be totally down. But thanks again for listening. Uh, check us out on Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Facebook, and NerdsWithFriendsPodcast.com. And to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you, and good night. You're going to have a fun time editing this. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Actually editing now? Well, I'm going to have to. (laughs) (laughs) So what were you thinking about, Arya? He was probably like, oh my god, was the top spinning? Was he really in a dream? Technical difficulties. I said this exactly what the, the listeners tune in for. Fucking fickle mistress, the internet.